to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Thank you for what you want to do, for what you're going to do. I pray that you help us to uh, hear what you want us to hear today. Lord, thank you for your kindness and your mercy. Amen. Read the scripture out of Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16. And light and salt. You are salt and light, rather. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Something that we have to think about. The salt of the earth, that part, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really there today. I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's similar, but it's different. That's something, it's a different aspect, but really the light is what was, I was thinking about. And it says, you are the light of the world. We are not, I mean, Jesus is the light in us or from us, you know, that we reflect or that we send forward. But we are not the one who lights the lamp. We are not the city. You know, we're not the one to build the city on top of the hill. We're the light that is visible that draws people in this instance. It's like when Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men to me. We're the light that draws people's attention to the kingdom of heaven, to Jesus, to, to, to make it easier for other people to see. Like in the house, you, know, you don't hide your light. You know, it makes no sense to, to light a lamp and then covered up so that it doesn't shed light into the house. Sometimes you close the blinds because you don't want to <laughs> shed light outside, but but you know, you don't light a light and then hide it. It makes no sense. And yet oftentimes if we're not careful, we as believers I'm not even gonna say it's because of Sometimes it's because we don't, we just simply don't want to cause a stir. So it's like, well, I'm just going to cover, I'm going to hide that. I'm going to hide it. It's not that we, if somebody says, are you a believer? We would say no. It's just that we don't necessarily let our light shine. There's a difference, I think. Um... And it's not, and I'm not even going to say that it's an intentional thing always. Sometimes I think it's a subconscious thing. Because, you know, most of the time, we don't want to 
cause strife. We don't want to cause, you know, difficulties. We don't want there to be, you know, a hard place. And sometimes it's just easier to just go... <laughs> Instead of just being who we really are. I don't know. I'm not really sure what where this is coming from other than that this is just where God had me this morning and last night as I was considering it and thinking about it. That, you know, it's like that little song, you know, this little light of mine, you know, I'm going to let it shine. And we have to, to do that. Now, the fact is, if we do that, light goes a long way and it doesn't take much you know a single match can be seen in the middle of the ocean on a moonless night 12 miles away because that's as far as you can see on the ocean unless you believe in the flat earth (laughs) but as far as you can see is 12 miles because that's the curvature of the earth but a single match can be seen that far away you know if you're out that's you know, it doesn't take very much. A match isn't very much light, really. It's not like you're boosting a. You know, you have a huge light bulb that you have to, you know, boost a lot of energy through. It's just a little light that can be seen a long way away. And if if everybody else is in perfect darkness, whoever who's, have you ever been down in any of those cavern, the big caverns that you can go down into underground, and they turn the lights off. And it's it's dark. You feel that dark. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it's oppressively dark, and it's like you know you you can feel the heat off of your hand, but you can't see anything. And a little tiny light in that darkness makes all the difference in the world. Shows all the bats. <laughs> but that's how it is. If we're the light of the world and the world is in darkness, then if we just let our light shine, even if it's just a match light or a candle light, people say, well, you know, I don't have, you know, I'm not high powered, I'm not a great speaker, I'm not. You know, I'm not that, you know, you know, I'm I'm just me. I don't know how to, you know, I'm not a a theologian. I don't know how to study this or do that or whatever. And, you know, because they're saying, well, I just don't have, you know, my light won't influence anybody. But if you're in a place where there's utter darkness and there's just a little tiny light, it's huge. I mean, even at nighttime... In our bedroom, which isn't, you know, it's not light tight at all. But if you don't have any lights on, and there's a little tiny LED that comes on on this air filter thing that we have, it's like, boom, it's like, and it's blue, and it's like, oh, cover it up. <laughs> I used to lay a sock on top of it. Yvonne would be like, why do you lay your socks on top of it? Because <laughs> the light, it bothers me. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, that little tiny light 
which in daytime, you know, you can see it, but it's not that, it doesn't, it's not a big deal. But in darkness, a little light is huge. And yeah, a, a big light is huger. Is huger a word? I don't think it is. But, you know, <laughs> more huge, whatever. But we are the light of the world. Now, Jesus is the source of that light. But, but we are like the candle. We are like the lantern, the match. And, and yes, that light is something that feeds others. It takes energy. Light is energy. So yeah, to be the light of the world, you expend some energy. But that's okay. Because Jesus is the source of that energy, so as long as you're plugged into him, you've got all the energy you need. It's not like you're going to run out. Sometimes we, if we're not careful, we'll hoard it, thinking, oh, I only have a limited supply. Well, we don't have a limited supply of Jesus. We either have Jesus or we don't have Jesus, but there's no limited supply. It's like the fruits of the Spirit. You either have them or you don't. There's no in-between. And so when we live our lives as in such a way that we are willing to be the light of the world and not be hidden and not try to hide it and not let others hide us. I think that may be even more important because it's not the candle that's being covered up or that's doing the covering up. It's somebody else saying, oh, well, yeah, they're just that way. We'll just put something over, put a, a sock over that light. <laughs> yeah, just cover that up. Um The light, in that case, like on that fan, the light still shines, whether it's covered up or not. It's just if it's being smothered by somebody else. Now, that's another interesting aspect, because sometimes we live our lives the way we're supposed to. We are the light of the world, but other, but somebody else covers it up, smothers it out. That's exactly right. You know. Put a filter over it. Mm-hmm. Change the tint of it. You know. That's that happens a lot. It happens. <laughs> go from preaching to meddling here. It happens on Facebook a lot. You can say something that's absolutely right and not directed to anybody and not intended to be anything other than just this is how I feel, or this is an encouraging, you know, this is to encourage somebody, and other people are like, oh, and they put filters over it, and by the time, you know, you're done seeing it through the filters, you're like, ah, I'm a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. That wasn't how that was supposed to go. (laughs) And, you know, it's just, but that happens. You know, people filter things. People cover stuff up and they, they try to change it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I think the light that comes from 
God is kind of like those laser beams in the, the you know Indiana Jones in the last in the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> it was like the laser beam shot out and through and all that, but most of the time it's more like it's a candle, and and if somebody tries to cover it up or filter it, it gets filtered until somebody gets close enough to get to the actual truth. And that's the whole point, because it says, you know, a city on a hill can't be hidden. It's going to attract people. It's going to draw people. The light that you hold up is going to draw people. You know, the... And as people get closer, they go past those layers of filters, past those layers of screens, past those layers of whatever, until they get to the truth and then they're like oh that's what that is and that's really is you know that happens so much in this day and age and it, and it's easy to do it's easy to even in our own minds you, you put filters over things that other people say you know whether it's because you have certain assumptions about a person or because you don't like something that they've said in the past or you don't agree with them or you do agree with them and you do like them or you know you know cuz we can filter it both ways we can try to magnify it and fact of the matter is if we magnify the light that somebody else is shining even if you know their their source of their light is Jesus but we magnify their light we're not magnifying Jesus we're we're adding to something. We're not now we need to catch fire from them. You know, we need to have the light of Jesus so that we can also shine. And it multiplies the light that's available. But if we try to magnify it, that means that we're trying to make something different out of it. Because What's a magnifying glass do? It takes a light source and it bends the light so that it appears bigger. You know, so you, you know, it magnifies it. But it's bending the light. It's changing the light. And you lose things when you do that. Parts of the spectrum change and shift and, and things change. And if we're not careful, as Christians, it's easy to put somebody on a pedestal, magnify, because... They have done, you know, God's worked with them, done wonderful things. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging that and, and appreciating it. But we don't magnify what God's done. We can, we can share it. We can appreciate it. I'm not saying not to do that. But there's a difference between magnifying God, between praising God and giving credit to God and saying, God, you know, what you've done through this person is marvelous. Versus saying, look at what this person has accomplished or this person has done. Because it's very easy to to slowly forget that God is the, the one who did it. You know, as people, as it goes down the, the telephone line. You know, so, and it magnifies the wrong thing. It magnifies the person or the actions and not God. 
not the light of Jesus. And so we've got to be careful not to do that. We're not supposed to magnify. We can reflect because we are to be a reflection of Christ. And that light is going to reflect off of us. But even that is just for the purpose of drawing others to him. Because we can't magnify it. If we can't condense it, you know, if we're, you know, people say, oh, we, you know, make it into a laser so it'll cut into the hearts of men. Well, yeah. <laughs> How well do people cut into the hearts of men? You know, heart surgeons do pretty good, you know, physically, but spiritually, when people say things that are cutting to the heart, it, it's, it doesn't usually end well. <laughs> it causes scars and problems and hurts, and, and only God can fix it at that point. Only God can fix it anyway. But the point is that we shouldn't be trying to change the light one way or the other. We have to be true to the light that Jesus gives us and let other people be true to the light that Jesus gives them. So that's the other thing you have to think about. It would be really boring in this world if every, every light source gave off the same wavelength of red light. Because there would be no colors <laughs> you would have red and black <laughs> and and maybe white if it was sufficient you know but there wouldn't be any other colors it would just be you wouldn't even have white you would have red and black and so we can't try to force other people to give off the same light that we give off Oh, your light's in the wrong spectrum. <laughs> no. Let other people, let Jesus worry about that. We all have different callings. We all have different callings. We all have, you know, we're all made up differently. And, you know, if you have, if you burn things that are made out of different things, they have different color lights, different color flame. And that's what Jesus is has done when God's created us he created us all miraculously and uniquely and so when the light shines through us when we ignite with the light of the spirit that flame is going to be different from each one of us and if you try to say now there may be lots of people that have the same flame quote unquote and they gather together. Awesome. Nothing wrong with that. But don't try to change somebody who has a different flame. Appreciate it. Yeah. Because Jesus made us all different. So we're, we're going to be, there's going to be differences. And if you try to change people to make them so that their flame is the same color as your flame, then you're changing who they are that God created them to be. And I think that's a bad thing in my opinion. So, to consider, you're the light of the world, you're the salt salt of the earth, the light of the world. We'll come back and talk about salt sometime. But I didn't have anything about salt today. <laughs> but you're the light of the world, so consider that. Don't let your light be hidden. Don't let it be changed. Now, 
I don't know what you can do to stop other people. You can't really force somebody to not try to filter your light. But you can still just be true to who you are. <laughs> Pat him down. Go go over there. I'll just come over here. Thanks. So, just, you know, we just have to do the best we can. So, I don't know. Anybody else have any other insights? Um, just because one person sees your light through a filter doesn't mean other people do. True. That's true. So don't get discouraged because you, you, you know, you find out that somebody saw your light as filtered and, you know, and you don't hear about the, the other people who don't. You know. I shouldn't have done that. I, I feel like that was, I don't know what that did, but I felt like that was a, I had a check on that when I did that. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Well, you don't want to push people away, I guess. Yeah. You just want to <laughs> let your light shine. Mm-hmm. So, like Jesse said, don't be discouraged if people, if, if they, if they shudder it and look at it, you know, your light's not going to be hidden if you're true the uh, I don't know about you but if you put a candle under a wicker basket and it's there for very long and and the basket isn't like airtight the basket's going to catch on fire (laughs) wicker isn't flame proof (laughs) yeah I've uh, had shades that were on light bulbs that were too close to the light bulb and the bulb was a little big and it's like, what's that smell? Oh, oh, that lampshade's melting. (laughs) That's a bad thing. There's smoke coming off of that. Yeah, so you you can't stop it, but if people are trying to do that, eventually they're going to, something will catch fire if you remain true. But like Jesse said, you know, just because one person sees your light through a filter doesn't mean everybody does. Mm-hmm. Right. It's their filter, not yours. True. Yeah. Don't don't accept the filter. You know. Don't don't and and don't try to filter yourself. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it is, it's their filter, not yours. Don't don't be. Don't claim don't claim a filter that's not yours. And more than likely they're not just seeing your light as that whatever that filter is, they're seeing the whole world like that. True. They usually see everything the same way because it's like, you know, the the scripture says, you know, you've got a board in your own eye. Yeah. You know, take care of that before you take care of the little speck of sawdust in your brother's eye. Mm-hmm. Cuz it'll be easier. <laughs> You wear green tinted goggles, everything's going to be green. Nothing will be red, that's for sure. <laughs> so, except the grass, the grass will be white. <laughs> now you're just confusing things. <laughs> anyway, so this week, consider that. That you're you're the light of the world, and you can be so unapologetically, and don't have to be filtered, and you don't have to compare your your light to anybody else's light. 
you know, that's the other thing to to think about. You know, a candle compared to a lighthouse. Well, they have different purposes. So you can't really say, I'm a candle and I can't make ships come, you know, be safe. That's not your purpose. <laughs> a candle's purpose. the only light, you can. Yeah, if it's the only light and there's no other light and it's, mm-hmm. you know. Because darkness can't. And not too windy. escapes light. True. That is true. So, I mean, because like I said, you can see a, you know, you can see a match 12 miles away, so a candle could be seen. It's just not quite as, uh. So if the lighthouse goes out. Evident. You can't get your candle out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if, if there was a lighthouse on, on the shore and there was a small town there and, and the lighthouse went out and wouldn't light and everybody went out with a candle, mm-hmm. it would be effective. It might be confusing a little bit, but it'd be effective. Mm-hmm. So. And as you said, we have to be careful not to put basket over somebody else's light. True. You know, we can do it easily. Well, and careful. we can, you know, we try to damp down. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not careful, we're like, oh, you just need to just chill out a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just tone it down a little bit. You're making the rest of us look bad. (laughs) But we just have to consider that. Lord, we thank you and praise you. We ask you to help us to hear this. And whoever needs it, Lord, help us in our hearts, but also help whoever else might hear it. We thank you and praise you. We lift up your holy name. Thank you for your kindness and mercy. Lord, I pray that you'll help those who need to meet you, who don't have your light, that they would know that they can come to you. They can they can be saved by by calling on the name of Jesus, by accepting you as their Lord and Master and Savior, and that you don't expect them to be perfect before they come, but just to come to you, and that you will you'll work with each individual as they come. Lord, um, we thank you and praise you and bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.